0: Welcome back to another daily walk, and happy New Year to everybody. As we move on into the new year, I will encourage you once again: read those scriptures every day this year. Uh, get in there, read the whole Bible from cover to cover um, this year. Whether you're doing it chronologically or Genesis to Revelation or a couple of Old Testament, a couple of New Testament every day, just get in there and do some of that. But today I want to talk a little bit about um, about faith and uh, one of the stories that I'm on right now, of course, is talking about Joseph. Sounds a little cliche, I guess, but uh, hey, we'll deal with the cliche, right? And I want to talk a little bit about Joseph. In light of what-ifs, of course we all walk around sometimes with what-ifs. What if we did this? What if we did that? What if I married this person, that person? What if I took a different job? You know, Or on the more tragic end, what if I didn't drink so much? What if I didn't um, uh, run that red light? What if I didn't... You know, All these different tragedies that we can find ourselves in. But what I want to say is ultimately our ultimate purpose is to live a life that is righteous before God And understand that difficult times are going to come. Of course, James chapter one, verses two through four says, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith will produce endurance, and endurance have its perfect result, that you may be complete and perfect, lacking in nothing. And so as we look into this, what we're seeing is that we are going to experience difficulties and struggles and challenges in our life. And we have to recognize this and we have to look down and say, okay, I am going to embrace this and understand this and see that that uh, in light of all these different circumstances going around, I'm going to look for the good in it. I'm going to look for it. Now, it doesn't mean that we we cherish the bad things that happen. What it means is that We understand that God is in control, and part of faith is to recognize that God does have a hand in difficult circumstances. And as I was reading through in my reading today, and I was reading um, in Joseph's life here, of course, uh, up in uh, Genesis 37, Joseph has these dreams that, you know, his, you know, these stars and the sun and the moon are going to bow down before him. Of course, his brothers are like, We're not going to bow before you, you little pleb. He's the youngest of the brothers. of course the most favored of the brothers, so this gives us, you know, recognize the problems with favoritism, uh, particularly if you have different children, you cannot favor one over the other, and that's exactly um, what uh, Jacob did, favoring Joseph over all the others. But what happened is, they come in and they see Joseph coming, now he had previously given a bad report about them. Uh, They were legitimately doing something wrong, he reported it to their father father you know discipline them for it they're like let's get that dreamer out of here let's see what happens to his dreams now and so of course they take him and uh instead of killing him they just sell him off as a slave to egypt instead and so uh what we see happen in this case is uh as the um uh, as the brothers are walking out and uh They sell Joseph out to uh, some people, and then there's a little bit of a break to the story there. But then we get down to um, Genesis 39, and we see some success. So Joseph is purchased by a a man. Uh, This is Potiphar. He is the uh, captain of the bodyguard. So basically the, the leader... You can think of Potiphar as the head of the Secret Service in United States trends, you know? This is the guy in charge of the Secret Service, basically. And so he sees that Joseph is so good and so righteous and so godly, he's not even going to give an account of what Jesus does or what Joseph does. He's like, you just do what you want to do because I know that you're not going to defraud me. Of course, what happens, well, his wife says, whoa, haba haba, I want this guy. And he's like, I want no part of that. And of course, since she can't have him, she just wants to punish him. And so she grabs his cloak and makes up this whole story about he, how he tried to rape her or whatever else. He gets thrown in jail. Well, the jailer sees how good he is and, uh, of course, puts him in charge of absolutely everything. And uh, he ends up interpreting the dreams of a couple of um, uh, prisoners who were, uh, these were... These prisoners were um, people that were... Um, Uh, They were people who were high up in Pharaoh's office. One of them, he interprets the dream that you're going to live. One of them, he interprets the dream you're going to die. Of course, he says, hey, when you go back um, before Pharaoh, tell him about me because I'm really here unjustly. Of course, the guy forgets all about him. And until two years later when Pharaoh now has a dream and then uh, Pharaoh calls on Joseph. Joseph interprets the dream and Pharaoh makes him in head of the kingdom. Now I want to talk about these principles. Um, Joseph is sold as a slave. Well what would happen if Joseph would not be sold as a slave? Well what nobody knows at this point in time is about two years from now there's going to be a massive famine. Okay, and uh, so Joseph goes in. We don't know exactly how long it was when he was sold in Egypt until uh, Potiphar threw him in jail. Or we don't know exactly how long it was from when he started serving in the jail to when the two dreamers uh, came to him. But we do know it was two years after that butler was raised up or the chief wine uh, wine taster was raised back up to power it was two years after that that Joseph came out and then um, he was given the dream that seven years of, um, of great, um, uh, great uh, uh, produce of the land and then seven years of great famine. Well, if Joseph is never sold as a slave, we would never have him in Egypt to set aside. The whole world could have collapsed under this drought, but instead Egypt rose to some prominent power. Um, What if the prison guard listened and said, well, okay, you're here unjustly, you can go. And Joseph leaves and then meanders on back. Same circumstances. The whole world still now collapses. So what if the chief wine taster listened and said to Pharaoh, hey, Pharaoh, uh, all these things, you know, you rose up, uh, you rose me up, and the chief bread maker, the bread maker you killed, and... And all this happened there was a guy in prison who told me this is exactly what's going to happen. You should listen to his case. Where Pharaoh listened and said, "Well, okay, that's unjust." All right. And, you know, of course Pharaoh probably wouldn't be like, "Hey, slave, leave free." <laughs> he would probably be like, "Yeah, whatever. Get back to work." But at the same time, what we would have seen is a different dynamic. We wouldn't have Joseph brought before Pharaoh as a person who could listen to an interpreter's dream. We'd have Joseph brought to Pharaoh as a person who's just an unjust prisoner. And it wouldn't have gone quite as well. And so what we see going on is God is working and orchestrating all these principles, leading to this final culmination that Joseph gives to his brothers. Because, of course, his brothers come in and he plays a series of tricks on them to see if their heart has actually changed. He identifies that, yes, they are actually sorry for selling him into slavery. They even say from the jail sale, this is all on us. God is giving us basically karma back for selling our brother into slavery. He recognizes this. He keeps one of them, sends the other out, gets his brother out, and then sets his brother up in several ways to see if they have jealousy over his brother, Benjamin. When he sees that they don't have this jealousy over Benjamin, he lets them go, but then he puts a silver cup in there, and oh, now Benjamin allegedly stolen his, uh, his cup. And so he's gonna bring Benjamin back as a slave. And then Judah, the very one who advocated for Joseph before, now advocates for Benjamin now, saying, Take me instead. So because if you take Benjamin, his father will go down to the grave. At this point in time, Joseph makes known who he is. And then now, as their father, Jacob, is beginning, is you know, on his death, but he's starting to die, his brothers are all now, they're really concerned. Think about this. Think of how concerned Potiphar is. Joseph is now the second highest kingdom. This is a guy who unjustly threw Joseph into jail. Potiphar had to be terrified of Joseph. Like, every time Joseph comes around, Potiphar would be like, tense up a little bit, concerned because this is a guy with a power that he could just snap his fingers and throw Potiphar in jail. Well, his brothers have the same fear. And they make up another lie. Of course, these, these guys are swindlers. They come in, make up another lie, says, hey, our father said you're supposed to forgive us. <laughs> Way to lie, brother. But Joseph looks at them and gives that final statement. And he says, you meant it for evil. God meant it for good. This is that ultimate premise. We do not cherish the horrible things that happen. But it's the horrible things that happen to us that make us into the people that we are. You know, look back at that verse. Consider it a joy when you are experiencing trials. Because these trials are going to perfect you in your faith. And that's exactly what we see in the life of Joseph, perfection in the faith. We're going to leave this one here for now. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, watching. And uh, again, these are available on podcasts. Anywhere you can get podcasts, you can get the daily walk. And uh, of course, we are also on, uh, we are on Rumble, we are on Odyssey, we are on BitChute. Uh, in addition to YouTube, so if you're like, I like watching this stuff, but I don't really want to watch it over on the YouTubes because YouTube kind of goes crazy, we do have this video platform on several different places. Those are all now linked on the bottom of the website, ourwalkinchrist.com. Link, go to the very bottom. We have all the video channels there. We have all the social channels there, so you can make sure you always follow along. So have a look over there at the website, and uh, you can find all the other places where you can watch or listen. Thanks for watching. I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord.